let us, let us pray. <coughs> Father, we come before you today, Lord. Lord and my Father, I come before you. It is your word that is, Father, that you have given, given me. Lord and my Father, I pray, Lord, that let your name be glory, glorified. Whatever I speak, oh Lord, Father, that is not mine. Whatever it is there in your word, we are, I have, you have given, given me, and I have, I am going to spell it out. Lord and my Father, I thank you for all the goodness that you have been showing. Father, we thank you, Father. Father, once again, I am not at all worthy to stand here. Lord, I am not a man of God. I am a servant of yours, very humble. Father, from where you brought me in, I always think about that. I am not worthy at all. Lord, this is not a word that comes out of, out of just by words, but it is my heart's reality. You, you pulled me out of the miry clay. Lord and my Father, I thank you, Father. Thank you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I, I just wish to uh, say good morning to you. May God bless you all. Thank you for the choir. You know, last two weeks I've been uh, noticing you are ex going above the ex ex expectations. You are blessing the church in your selection of songs and in your devotion that makes a change. So that gives a lot of blessing. I was, I was blessed today. I was blessed last, last week also. Thank you. I just wanted to read a verse from Habakkuk chapter 3, 7, 17. Though the fig tree does not blossom and there is no fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olive fails and the fields produce no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold, and there is no cattle in the stalls. Habakkuk says, yes, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will shout in exultation in the God of my salvation. I, I, I thank God that even it is a dead situation, I will exalt God. That is, that is what Habakkuk says. It is a dead situation. Nothing is alive, but still I will, I will glorify God. Uh, <clears throat> the, the heading of the, the, the heading I have given, you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it to, unto good. You know from where the verse, verse, verse comes when you hear, hear that. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually, you know when, if you are a creator, if you are making some, 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 something, you will be doing it in the very proper manner. You will see everything is done fixed correctly and everything is done well. And you wouldn't do anything wrong for that creation, you will be doing everything good 
I'm not talking about God, I'm talking about us. So if that is our mentality, how God made everything in the perfect, perfect, perfectness. We, we see that perfectness of God was there in everything. He had a purpose and a good pleasure for each and every one of us when he made. So we know, if we are able to know that will and purpose, we are ready for the use. So to know the plan and purpose of God is very, very important. Uh, Psalms 139.14 uh, says, For I am, I am fear, fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. When you come to know that God has created you with a purpose, then, then you are ready for his use. There is a master plan for God uh, that, uh, that works only for good. Those who believe, say amen. amen. God has created everything for good. So when man sinned, immediately God had a master plan for the redemption. And he purposed that in Jesus Christ. And his plan is into many centuries that we are even now, we are one of the, uh, one of the, uh, one of the chains, a small, a small block that we are connecting. So we are here because there is a purpose. Uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Joshua, David, were all, they were all fitting into this. Peter, Paul, everyone were fitting into it. And now it's the time for us. We have, for, 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 for me, I have got very little, little time to, to be for his use. So uh, I, I very well know that, but I, as I said, as Habak Habakkuk said, there is no life existing but I'll still, I will worship my Lord. Uh, how to fit into, into, this, uh, in, into this plan of God? We need to seek the righteousness of God. Seeking righteousness is not to be in that born again stage, but to go further, seeking, seeking, seeking His righteousness. Uh, if you are seeking the righteousness of God, I'm sure that you will find afflictions and persec persecutions inside. That is a part of Christian life. I want to stress that. That's a part of Christ Christian life. You will, you will have afflictions and perse persecutions. Uh, I don't know whether this is going into your hearts because Christian life without persecution, it's not a Christian life. So we, born, we are born again. That's the, the first step. But then when you are moving for his righteousness, once you want to know, you want to do his righteousness, then at that point of time, you will come to know uh, what is the afflictions and perse persecutions. Uh, in 2 Timothy 3.12 says, Indeed, all who delight in pursuing right righteousness and are determined to live godly lives in Christ Jesus will be hunted and persecuted because of their faith. So, those who are pursuing righteousness, this is Paul again telling Timothy that you will be, you will have perse persecution. In Acts chapter 14, 20, 22, 
confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. Uh, here Luke is telling, we must go through all, through much tribulation to enter into the kingdom of God. So to enter into the kingdom of God, we need to, we need to, uh, we need to go through a lot of tribulation. And then uh, Luke is saying, exhort them, exhort them to continue in faith. <clears throat> Psalms 119.71, it says that, it is good for me that I've been aff afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. How a person can say this verse? It's very, very impossible that, uh, to say that it was good for me that I was aff aff afflicted. After the affliction, after some kind of problems that we are going through in our lives, we come back and we will always see what was the loss, what was the thing that happened, and all these things. But for, a, for, for, for the child of God, yes, that is meant for a big blessing, very big blessing, very big blessing. Now, First Thessalonians 3, 3 says that no man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto. So this afflictions coming into our life, we, uh, here Paul says that we are appointed. We are appointed. I don't know how many of us knows this part of the Bible. This part of the Bible. It is... It, it could be in different ways. Don't think that persecutions are going and, going and getting, uh, getting into a, a problem where you, you, need, to, you need to be uh, stabbed or uh, slapped on your face. No, no, no. Wherever you are, if you are a Christian, there is persecution. I am again stressing, stress, stressing that. So, uh, again... Why did Jesus have to go, go through the horrible suffering? Why? Just imagine. Because Jesus knew that we have to suffer the perse persecutions. So that is the reason. When you read Hebrews 2.10, For it became him for whom are all things, through whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the author of their salvation perfect through sufferings. So, you know why Jesus, Jesus had to. Jesus had to, had to go because had to go. It was a must. He could not, that could not be taken out. That is why it is mentioned in Isaiah 50, 50, 53. It's very clearly Messiah should, should suffer all these. So, uh, that's why Paul in 3.10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto death. Uh, note the word, the fellowship of his sufferings. The fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Uh, uh, this is uh, like any, any in, in, at any place you can have perse persecutions. A French philosopher, Walter, said one, once, a hundred years from my death, the Bible will be a Bible will be a museum piece, not museum piece. It will be a museum piece. That means you will find only one or two uh, in the museum. Then a hundred years after his death, 
the French Bible Society set up its, its head, headquarters in Walter's old home in Paris. Do you want a clap? Give a, give a clap. Wow, this is not the clap. This is our God. This is our God who wants, who wants, to, who, 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 who wants to lead you. Uh, eight, uh, 119 uh, Psalms, 18th verse, Open my eyes unto the spiritual truth, so that I may behold the wonderful things of your law. So here, uh, here the psalmist say, uh, says, Open my uh, eyes my spirit, to understand the spiritual truth. There are so much of spiritual truth which is, which is within, within the Bible. So if you can, if God can open that, then the sufferings will not be a problem. We will not complain. We will not complain. I just wanted to say that, you know, when I was, I was having a problem and I was being taken to the ROP, I was detained. Uh, I was, at that point of time, I was, uh, I was, I was not leading a, a, leading a, a, a a faithful life unto God because I was very much busy in the business but then when I was taken inside all my all my support was being taken away no one no one was there no sponsor no one no relations nothing but at that point of time I knew this was a divine purpose and I surrendered unto my Lord there and I said Lord I'm sorry I will dedicate rededicate my life I'll rededicate my life and I will live for you. I, you will be my first priority. Psalm 16.8 uh, says that I have kept my Lord always before me. That uh, with, uh, with David, I can always say that I have kept my, the, my, my Lord before me. And uh, now let us, uh, let us go into the, uh, into the, into, into the Bible. Uh, uh, Abraham, we were all looking at Abraham. Now uh, he he was a righteous right, righteous man, and the promise was given to Abraham. And then God uh, told him some more promises. The promise was uh, given in Genesis 15:13 and 14. And God said to Abraham, "Know for sure that your descendants will be strangers in the land Egypt, that is not theirs, and they will be." enslaved and oppressed for 400 years and Genesis 14 and the next verse 14 says but on that nation whom your descendants will serve will bring judgment and uh, I will bring judgment and after afterward they will come out with great possessions this was actually a promise that was given to Abraham that was much much before 400 before uh, years before that it happened so uh, the master plan was uh, revealed. God reveals the master, master, master plan. I don't know when Oman in 2007, I don't know how many of you know that uh, in 2007 when the flood came, before, before, before that, before that, a month, uh, a month before that, uh, a month before that, uh, much before that it was revealed to one of the servants and he had been walking, walking around and telling every, everyone that the flood is going to come, flood is going to come and they all thought that he's mentally ill and he went to the host, uh, to, to many of the companies also, one of the company was BEC and uh, then uh, they, uh, why I say BEC, there are 
brothers who were working in BEC and he said that uh, uh, this building is going to be under. Then he went to, uh, went to say that to the ROP also and ROP put him and ROP detained him for just to, just to know what is, what is happening. After four, four, five days, nothing happened. He was released. But after a month, Gonu, Gonu, Gonu came and ROP building was under the water. And, uh, you know, this country was so good that even His, His Majesty acknowledged him. That was, that was not him, but God. We thank God for that. We thank God for that. This is our God. This is our God. Even, even now, if you ask Umanis about, about this person, he will, they, will, they will tell you if they are about 20, 20 years. So, uh, uh, yeah, let us look into the medit, medit, meditation. Uh, the meditation I have taken from Genesis, again, 37, 4 and 5. 4 and 5. God chose uh, Joseph. Joseph was a very righteous, very righteous man. And he had the plan, uh, and God had the plan for his uh, future. Uh, his invisible hands were always working with him. Uh, in Genesis 37 4, 37.4 uh, says that his uh, brothers saw that their father loved Joseph. Uh, can someone of you just go and uh, talk to Saji to reduce the AC? I had already told him he did not come. Maybe he might have forg forg forgotten. Uh, I was actually sick. I was not well. I, I, I did not even think that I'll be able to stand, stand today. Uh, so uh, I, was, I was very, very, very sick in the last one, more than a week. Uh, so in Genesis 37.4, his brothers uh, saw that their father loved Joseph more than all his brothers. So they hated him and could not speak to him on friendly terms. See the, see the reason. Because father loved him and uh, loved him and they could not even speak to him in friendly, friendly terms. Uh, now in the fifth, uh, fifth verse, uh, Joseph had a dream, had a dream and he told his brothers and they hated him even more. Just see these two reasons. Was, was, it, a, was it a reason for hating, hating Joseph? Uh, one was father loved him and the second, second one was that he had a dream and he had to say that. So, the, uh, so in uh, Genesis 37, 18 and 19, we, we, we see that. And when they saw him from a distance, even before he came close to them, they plotted him to kill. Is these two, is uh, those two things are, are commendable to be plotted uh, uh, plotted to kill him. So that is the persecution I am talking about. I am talking about that persecution. You know, he dreamt and they hated him. Father loved, they hated him. To what? To plot him to kill. Then in the 19th verse they say, look, the dreamer is coming. They plotted him to kill. God had a purpose. And they cannot kill him. They cannot kill him. Joseph is already in a much bigger plan of God. Uh, the, then you see Reuben. Reuben put him, because of Reuben, uh, Reuben, uh, they, he was put in the waterless pill, uh, uh, pit. And then, uh, you mean to say that? Was it Reuben's heart? 
No, there was God's plan. There was God's plan. Immediately they saw the merchants, merchants coming and they saw, they saw what? They saw the merchants coming and that was also God's plan. So when we are in the righteousness of God, when we are standing on, on his will, everything that happens is, is for your good at the same time, not without God knowing it. God knows it. And his hands, inv invisible hands are with, 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 with you. Brothers took the coat and was soaked with the animal's blood to show his father. They, they were uh, thinking of terminating the brother and his dreams. That's the beauty. They were thinking of terminating the brother and his dreams. But they did not know that they were fulfilling God's plan. They were fulfilling God's plan and they were fulfilling the dream. The dream that they wanted to take a terminate, they were about to fulfill that dream. So they sold him and uh, the payment, the, uh, the payment, again, they sold him for a money, for an, for, an, for an amount. They took that money and and they spent it. But when Joseph was sold to Egypt, what happened? These, all these people, God had a plan to save all these enemies. So when, G, when Joseph was sold, there was a plan that they, God had to save all these people, all these brothers. See, God's, that's why I said, God makes, that's initially I said, God makes everything perfectly. He does, because if you are a creator, you wouldn't do anything wrong to that creation. If that is the thing, then how God can, how God can do it? So, uh, there we, we, we see God uses everything that they use for destruction to bring them into salvation. This is our God. This is why the psalmist uh, 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 says that, open my eyes, I would see the wondrous things in your treasure. So, now the Abraham, now, uh, now this uh, boy was sold to Egypt. Now, it could have been sold to any person, any person, Tom, Dick and Harry, maybe some, but it was sold to whom? Potiphar. Po who was Potiphar? Potiphar was the chief of the guard of the king. Chief. See, everything is knitted with a, with a beautiful picturization. If you put it, it is so beautiful. You will understand at the end. So, you, you see that uh, Egypt, uh, so then we see that we, he was sold to Potiphar. And, uh, and then uh, in 39.2, the Lord was with Joseph. And he was prosperous. Who was prosperous? Potiphar was prosperous. Prosperous. And he was in the house of 
his master, the Egypt, e e Egyptian. Now, whatever, here also, Potiphar trusts him so much. And then again, he gives me him so much of freedom to have. There is no one above him. He is the head of the house, 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 household. Why? Did Potiphar love him? No, because God had given that instruction to Potiphar and the righteousness of Joseph. When you are for the work of God, for the use of God, God ordains. And then, and then, uh, he, then, in, uh, then we see that he was made the overseer. Then, uh, in the th sixth, uh, 39, sixth uh, verse, he entrusted with everything he owned. Now, now, you trust, you trust somebody so much, so much you trust. And then, you have something from him. Actually, he did not do. The test comes from his wife. And we know that she had already been eyeing on him. And now, it comes that a real test comes and he flees. As the New Testament says, he fled. He fled the scene. That is amazing for his age. We are all crossed through that age for his age to flee that temptation. So, that was the righteousness. He was tested. He was shown righteous. And then, she put the blame on Joseph. Now, she put the blame on Joseph. She had made her husband believe. But we all believe what? We all believe what? You're all come to see a movie. <laughs> so, we all believe that she was the culprit, right? Yes. So, uh, imagine that when his husband sees that, he, he has trusted so much and then he is done like this, what would you do? Your fury will be heavy against whom? Against Joseph. The maximum. So, God wanted to bring the maximum fury because he trusted. See the working, working of the God. He was sold to Potiphar and then uh, he was, merchants came, then comes Potiphar, now his wife. Now he is being taken and put into which prison? The royal, royal prison. You know what is the difference between a royal prison and a normal prison? Probably many, many people don't, don't, don't know about it. Royal prison is the prison where in the palace, if there is anything, something happens, it is, they are being put into the prison. Now, who can release? Only the king can release. In the normal court, if they are putting in the normal uh, uh, prison, you will have trial. Here you will not have trial. See the difference between, uh, between these two things. That is very important. Very, very important. Here. So, here, uh, here it, it, it says that, uh, uh, now, 
uh, yeah. Uh, now, how God uses a man with a submissive heart. That's very, very important. Submissive heart. A person who is righteous. Sorry, sorry for that. Now, um, two, uh, and the uh, will, God's pleasure to succeed and prosper in his hand, he needs. He needs, he, need, he, need, he needs what? He needs to be submitting. That is where each verse that I'm saying here is a question. To me and to me. To, to, me, to me and to you. Because are you? Am I? It's a question. Uh, now, we, in 3220, uh, we, we, uh, we, we, we see a place in where the king's prisoners were bound. And in the 21st verse, the Lord was with Joseph and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Then 22nd uh, uh, person again, the prison, uh, uh, prison uh, keeper gives more freedom to Joseph. And now Joseph knows that there is no way to get out of this prison. When you come into the prison, you know who is a person who can release you. Now he comes to know that it is king and no way, no connection with, with king. What, what has got, if uh, Kabbera came, Kabbera had some relation with, uh, with uh, the king. But this person, no idea. So he was there for years, not for one or two years, years and years. At 17 he was sold and now he is almost going to be 30. So yeah, at, that, at, that, at that point of, point of time, there is no trial. And then, probably he might be there for more than 10, ten years, I believe, uh, when you calculate. Uh, so, uh, then uh, Joseph knew none. How God will release, release him? He knew nothing. Only thing, he was righteous. Now, he thought, suddenly, what, had, what happened was, two people offended uh, the king, and they were cast into prison. God's provision. Again, two people. They were one of a, why two? That was also a provision. If it was one, I, you will come to know what. Then, uh, the chief of cup bearers and the bakers of the king, now, they, they came and they had two different dreams. And both the dreams were explained. And Joseph revealed the meaning of the dreams. And uh, I think I think they might have cooked something and the pharaoh might have had a loose, loose motion and they were put, probably yes, because for these, these kind of things, they are put into the prison. So, probably. So now, uh, after three days, after three days, he prophesied and what, what happened? One prophecy came true. The other one also came true, but his life was gone. We can't see him any, anymore because he is no more. He is being exec, exec, executed. Now, before, before that, before them going, Joseph meets the first person who can help him. That is the cup bearer. He goes and pleads. Please, 
when you go to Pharaoh, I don't know anyone. Please tell him that I am a poor person. I was sold from, uh, from uh, uh, I am a Hebrew boy. Then, we, we read that in uh, uh, Genesis 40, 14. Uh, Please show me kindness unto Pharaoh. And then in uh, 40, 23, the last verse says, the cupbearer did not remember Joseph. Did not remember Joseph. Just think that if the cupbearer remembered, if there were no two people, then who would have been there to talk to uh, Pharaoh? He did not talk. That was God's provision. If he would have talked to Pharaoh and Pharaoh would have released him, where would have been this God's plan of using Joseph to be the number two? It cannot happen. So he went and Cupbearer went. Cupbearer, uh, now, at that, at, at, at that point of, point of time, uh, what happened was, he, Pharaoh had a dream. <laughs> this dreams is a very wonderful thing. Many times the kings have some problems with dreams. At that point of time, God is working. You know, in, in, uh, in uh, Esther also the same. The very same that happens in Esther also. God, uh, he did not have sleep. And his, uh, his sleep was disturbed. So, in many places you see that when the king sleep gets disturbed, there is, there is, there is something. Now here, because of the dream, he's dis disturbed. Now, we, we see that uh, Pharaoh was uh, running after people, sending peop send calling all the people to know the dream. No one. See God's provision. Now, this cupbearer tells Pharaoh that there is a person in the dungeon that he said like this and it happened. Now, now, who is in need of whom? Tell me, children of God. Pharaoh is in need Pharaoh is in need of Joseph. Pharaoh is in need of Joseph's services. He orders. Suddenly these people run to the dungeon, shapes, brings him, put powder, and brings him into the, into the presence of the king. Now, now we see, uh, now we see in Genesis 41, 14, we see, uh, sorry, not 41, 14, uh, 41, 39, and uh, Joseph raises to power. Joseph raises to power. And I'm not uh, telling only where God's providence, which has to be highlighted, I'm, because you all know the story. So, there, uh, where God, uh, God's providence should be illuminated is mentioned. Now, Genesis 41-39 says, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee 
all of these there is none so discreet and wise as thou this is pharaoh to joseph thou has be over my house and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled only in the throne will i be greater than you i want to ask you certain questions what are the factors that brought joseph as the second in command what what just think what are the what are the things one was the righteousness of joseph that is the number one thing that we need to mention the righteousness of god uh, the, the righteousness of god is always very much there but the righteousness of joseph was to be mentioned i am talking from from the man's point of view then the second was the dream of joseph the dream of joseph the third one is the vengeance behavior of his brothers of his brothers fourth one is the sale of the slave the sale of the uh, uh, slave joseph now in all these things you see god's prov- providence then the sale to uh, potiphar why potiphar potiphar was so important in this context act of sedition of potiphar's wife very very important overseer of the prison arrest of the royal cup bearer dreams of the cup bearer and the baker death of the baker death of the baker is also important because that was a confirmation that baker that uh, cup bearer had dream of the pharaoh the king so you have as many have as many as i when i meditated about 11 things came into my mind uh, uh, without god's providence so uh, in uh, psalms 105:16 and he called for a famine upon the land he cut off every source of bread he sent a man before them joseph who was sold as a slave see how what beautiful is is the plan when god god reveals the plan and you were there you, we are there in the plan how beautiful it is how beautiful it is if you are if you are if you, if you are believing believing that say hallelujah hallelujah you are alpha and omega we worship you are god you are worthy to be praised it is a pattern in the bible that we see in the bible from beginning to end that you see this pattern it unveils his glory at the time of your weakness your afflictions and persecutions when he needs your infirmity to reveal what he is worth he needs your infirmity why why in infirmity is important because if you are strong enough to do where is the need of god so god wants your infirmity for him to act so uh that is why second corinthians 12:9 says uh this is paul 
he said to me, God said to me, Jesus said to me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. My strength is made perfect in weakness. What a beautiful verse. And mostly gladly, therefore, I rather glorify in my, in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I heard infirmities only from the back. From the front, I think it, they are frozen. By the, not by, by the, by how, what God is, God is, God is doing. I think they will be out of the frozen, frozen state. So, 2 Timothy 3.12 says, Indeed, all who delight in pursuing righteousness are determined to live, uh, live godly lives in Christ. So, uh, it says, all those who are, I have already read, uh, read that. And, uh, and uh, in Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 3.3 says that no man should be moved by these afflictions for yourself know that we are appointed there too. I am stressing this again and again. I know that we have read this, but I am stressing this because there is a big lie going around that they speak only about the happiness and joy and salvation of God. But when it comes to any trials, they don't preach. I want to preach this again and again because when it comes to you, it should not be a shock. It is there, but God's providence is there. God is there to do something for you, which is more worthier than anything that you can hang on. So, in Philippians 3.10 says, Paul says that I may know him of his power of resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Power of resurrection was very important. Power of resurrection, that the resurrection power. And, uh, and uh, then, uh, then we go uh, to, again, uh, when we come to, come to Jesus, when we come to Jesus, that uh, in Hebrews 2.10, for it became him for whom all things and through whom all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the author of the salvation perfect through sufferings. Why Jesus had to come and suffer is for us to look at him and say, my God, this was for me. If you see him suffering, if you had seen him uh, 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 being on the cross and they are nailing him, when you see that nailing of a live person and he is crying out of agony, out of pain, out of distress, Uh, Psalms 119.71 It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn that statute, thy statutes. How can someone, someone write that verse? Now, after the death of Jacob, 
what this is the time that joseph comes one on one with his brothers one on one you you know this is the time that no support for him no support for them they were really scared they were really scared they were pleading for forgiveness when they were pleading for forgiveness his dreams were becoming true his dreams they were pleading for forgiveness can you imagine when he was a boy and he was with a tunic and he said that you will come and bend before me they were able to believe now this is happening they are pleading for forgiveness and genesis 50:19 is a very beautiful verse in the bible and joseph said fear not i am i in the place of god there is a reason for the fear joseph is all powerful and just a word all these people would have been finished just a word a word was enough he doesn't even to catch all of one person he under see the see the beauty of that verse fear not am i in the place of god he was very sure that god was behind everything god brought this god did it for the salvation of my persecutors he had seen that and he had kept that for the salvation now he understood that he uh, uh, that it was god and it was plan alone and then the 20th verse is very very important very important the 20th verse and he says you meant evil against me this one of the pastor i was very touched by his word i uh, i am quoting him uh, he, he here he 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 meant uh, here you meant evil against me but god meant it for good to bring to pass as it is to uh, to this day to save much people alive to save much people alive see the importance is given we read only the first verse you meant it again evil against me but god meant it for meant it for good we stop there but i did not read this i i read it later now to save much people alive joseph said that you meant it for evil meaning there is a meaning in your evil to terminate me and my dreams to terminate me and my dreams was was the evil so joseph said you meant it for evil and then but god meant it for good there joseph says god had a meaning also god had a meaning also in this evil and what was the what was god's uh, uh, what was uh, uh, god's meaning in this evil to save the people through the sufferings of joseph that's beautiful that's beautiful that's beautiful and uh, so there are two things that one was there was a meaning in this uh, in this evil from their side from the brother side 
that was to terminate him and the, and the, and the dreams. But in, when you come to uh, God, God had, a, God had a plan, had a meaning. And that was to save the people through the sufferings of jo Jesus, uh, Joseph. Now, uh, now, when you read about Jesus in Acts 4.27, For a truth in this city against thy holy servant Jesus, whom you did anoint, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, and the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. This is uh, Peter praying. Peter praying that all these people, all these whom and, uh, they, they anointed, uh, whom you anointed, both Herod, Pontius, uh, pa Pontius Pilate, and Gentiles, and the people of Israel were gathered together. And read the 28th to do whatever thy hand and thy counsel for ordained to come to pass. To come to pass. See, when Jesus was very, very clear, from the beginning he says, I have to suffer. I have to suffer. Peter uh, went against, against, against him. He called even Peter as you devil. Because it was devil who was trying. He was focusing on God alone. We have a righteous Joseph. We have a righteous Joseph to cling on. And he did not bring six million people to salvation. Moses brought only six million people to salvation. But we have a king who was bringing millions and millions and millions Still, his days are not over. Still, he is there to talk to you, to touch you, to talk to you, to be in you, to be in you. He is there. God is there. He is loving you. He wants to be with you. And, and uh, then, uh, then, when God had portrayed Christ before uh, before he reincarnated. He is God and he is the same God himself. He was the same God. He was God and he was the same God himself. You cannot dilute his position as you cannot dilute the Holy Spirit also as a helper. He was the king. He was the word. The word spoke. And he is going to touch you today. And he was betrayed. He was now, even now, we are bit, bit, bit betraying him through our deeds. Even now we are betraying. He was betrayed. We are doing the betraying even now. He was sold. We are selling Jesus. We are selling in our workplaces. We are selling in many of the other places. We are selling, selling Jesus for cheap things, 100 rials, 200 rials. We are, we are selling him. Can you, can you take a decision and stand for God and stand for his righteousness? You will, you will see what God is, God is going to do. He was judged 
why he was judged because we were unrighteous we were unrighteous he was thrashed and his crown and and he was crowned with the thorns on his head he was thrashed look at his body he was full of blood he was full of bruises and look at him he had a crown on his head why he had that for you to see him and see the horror of his sufferings the horror of his sufferings so turn unto god now he was crucified with nails and died on the cross why because he had to pay a ransom for me and for you so he had to be nailed and he was resurrected to the throne of glory throne of glory for your and mine victory victory he was resurrected from the tomb and that was for our victory in this world and not only in this world if we limit him to this world done that was joseph but we is now going ahead of us that we have a hope forever he is he is the one who is living ever he is the word he is going to live forever so he is he is uh, he is now gone to the throne of glory let me ask you a question can you dedicate your life this life is not enough i am telling to me also you might you might say no i am living a life you will not you will not let the word cleanse you let the word touch you whatever you heard today if someone wants to dedicate do it with an act come forward come forward if you don't want please be there please be there please don't take the strain but if someone wants please come please please come forward please come forward this is not for us to pray but for your rededication we don't want to pray but when you do that god sees that if someone wants if someone wants i'll just give you 2 minutes you are alpha and omega we worship you are lord you are worthy to be praised we give you all the Lord you are worthy to be praised you are worthy to be praised you are worthy to be praised may god bless you all Let's put our hand together for Jesus.
Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. You meant evil against me, yet God turned it for good. And that is why 1 Peter 3 verse 13 is telling us, Now, who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? Amen? Let us be on our feet. I want you to thank God for today's message that no evil or no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Enemy may mean evil for you, but it shall never prosper in Jesus' name. Begin to appreciate God. Lord, I thank you for today's message. Thank you for touching my life. Thank you for reminding me that yes, enemy may mean evil for us, but it shall never come to pass because God have it that it is good for us. When Joseph was telling his brother that they plan evil for him, but God turned it to good. Lord, every evil that are planned against me, Father, I come before you this afternoon that Lord turn them to good. In the mighty name of Jesus. Talk to God, open your mouth and talk to God. The year is going to an end. That Lord, whatever evil that enemy is planned for me, Father, I pray that it shall never come to pass because you always mean good for me in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you and appreciate you once again that you have spoken to us today from the depth of your word. We thank you, Lord, that even the enemy might be planning evil against us, it shall never prosper in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. The purpose of enemy is to take salvation away from us. Father, we pray, Almighty God, your spirit will continue to lead us, guide us, so that we remain firmly in that part of the truth, in that part of good, that God Almighty, our spirit, will always be before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we want to appreciate you for your son that you have used for us today. Father, empower him more in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord him more. We want to hear more from him in Jesus' name. Let your Holy Spirit continue to direct him and guide him so that he continues to speak for us and speak to us from your kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We bless your holy name. Almighty God, the year is going to an end. We are going to the year... Uh, into the month of activities, all our activities is in your hand. Take full charge and take control in the mighty name of Jesus. As we prepare for end of the year, Father, we want you to grant us and give our Christmas gift in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your peace, let it reign in our home, in our life, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everywhere over the world that are crises, Father, we pray once again that your peace shall reign in Jesus' name. As we depart this place, Father, go ahead of us in Jesus' name. Be with us and guide us and protect us in the mighty name of Jesus. When we come back here next week, Father, we pray, Almighty God, we shall testify to your glory in Jesus' name. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Shall we share the grace together in fellowship? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord.
forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful week.